It's a little hard to define evil. A brain-eating amoeba eating its way into a child is evil. A rabid otter in Florida attacking a man and his dog is evil. But evil goes well beyond a disease or an organism or a catastrophe. If you talk about war, many of us think of the continued conflict in Ukraine with conflicting reports of who's winning, who's losing. Less than our thinking, 70,000 Armenians, nearly half of Nagorno-Karabakh's population, has fled in a decades-old dispute, leaving people with no home. Evil in all its forms lurks around us, but the worst evils are what you can't see, and yet they are with us. I'm not speaking of flesh and blood matter. I'm speaking of cosmic powers out of darkness, spiritual forces arrayed, trying to steal our bodies and our souls. Only the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ can deliver us from the evil that abounds. Welcome to Haven Today, starting a new week together with a series called The Christian's Warfare. In a moment, we're going to be joined by Paul McCusker. We've had Paul on the program before. He produced an amazing series of audio dramas that we've aired in the past. But on this series, we're turning to a new audio drama that he put together on a famous C.S. Lewis book called The Screwtape Letters. It's a most intriguing way to look at Satan and the forces of evil. After the program, for your gift to the ministry, I'd like to send you this radio drama of Good versus Evil, a dramatization of The Screwtape Letters. Just go visit our website. Listen to a sample. Go to haventoday.org, haventoday.org, or call us at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Now, get ready for a special time with Paul McCusker. But first, let's open with a classic song by the late Rich Mullins, Awesome God. Just putting on the Ritz Our God is an awesome God There's thunder in his footsteps And lightning in his fists Our God is an awesome God And the Lord wasn't joking When he kicked him out of Eden It wasn't for no reason That he shed his blood His return is very close And so you better be believing That our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Into the darkness and created the light. In judgment and wrath, he poured out on Sodom. The mercy and grace he gave us at the cross. I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten that our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven. 
Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, coming from the West Coast, but we're going to go to the Mountain Time Zone. It's a beautiful day in the Rockies. Paul McCusker, it's been a while since we've had you on the program. Welcome back to Haven Today. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Well, uh, in case for no one that really knows your name, they may have heard of the radio dramas that you have produced through the years for Focus on the Family. And I thought because we're just surrounded by evil and darkness today, I thought it would be good to go back to one of the dramas that you produced a number of years ago, C.S. Lewis's The Screwtape Letters. Mm-hmm. Who better to have on than the man who invented it uh, and who took this famous book by C.S. Lewis? I think Screwtape Letters and Mere Christianity would have been his most famous works as far as theologically speaking. So why Screwtape Letters? Why did you decide? I know we've had you on before with the Chronicles of Narnia, the fiction works of C.S. Lewis and C.S. Lewis at War. Why the screw tape letters? And then tell us about the screw tape letters, because some of our listeners may never have read this book by C.S. Lewis. Well, um, we had, as you mentioned, we produced the Seven Chronicles of Narnia and had a really good relationship with Doug Gresham, C.S. Lewis's stepson. And so after we finished producing those, the natural question was, well, what should we do next? What what fits in terms of this sort of canon of C.S. Lewis works that we'd love to dramatize? And um, and Doug Gresham said, well, I think, yeah, screw tape letters would definitely be the next thing you want to do. Um, but I was aware that apart from readings that had been done and a sort of drama performed by John Cleese like 30 years ago, of the letter that John Cleese, well, uh, John Cleese hours? from Monty Python in the Monty 1980s, they did an 1980s, and of course, his whole demeanor, the faulty towers kind of thing that he does, was almost perfect for screw tape letters. Mm-hmm. But it's a bridge, they cut sections out that, um, obviously they weren't comfortable with. And I realized that we were embarking on a drama that was we wanted to fully produce it as an audio drama, not as a as a a a book you know we didn't want a reading Mm -hmm. even though almost every word that lewis wrote is is caught in there we've captured it but i wanted to create it as a drama because that's what we do and so i figured out i played around with it and figured out how to kind of come into it so we could produce it uh as a drama with actors acting the material so we got andy circus who played um, Gollum in Lord of the Rings. He's done tons of things. He's an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that and people think, oh, so he did the voice of Gollum for Screwtape. He didn't. <laughs> he has a very deep, robust voice mm-hmm. that he uses. And it's his performance is amazing. So we we did that with a handful of other actors, great actors who came in. We record in London just to try to bring it alive and to bring it alive in a way that, would help because sometimes Lewis can be hard reading. Mm-hmm. He makes perfect sense, but when you're navigating through, I know people who try to read the screw tape letters all in like one sitting. And it was never intended to do that. It's better in chunks because it's a series of letters uh, that that the senior devil writes to the junior devil. Yeah, it's letters. It's meant to be 
unpack. And when it was originally released, C.S. Lewis wrote it for a Church of England newspaper. So they were released one a week. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Then move on to the next one, Then because there are 32 of them. And I think what he did was brilliant and trying to read it in in a binge reading you you're going to lose a lot of what he did and the subtlety and the thought behind it so this idea of his by the way uh, it's funny it actually came to him he had been ill and he finally got back to church and i don't know if the homily you know if this sermon was was boring or what it was but he began to have this idea of of turning everything upside down what if we could get it from a demon's perspective letters to a junior demon about how demons do what they do to tempt us and then through that you would get all these insights about human nature and how then the demons would use our own nature against us and the mental tricks that we play on ourselves to give in to temptation or whatever and so the brilliance of it was that he he found almost the perfect vehicle to deal with a lot of spiritual things, but because he does it from the negative or, you know, for the demon, it's the positive, Mm -hmm. but because he flips it around, it gives it a whole new fresh aspect so that when we're, when we're reading it, we recognize ourselves in just every letter and every temptation and every Plant. You certainly do, Paul. And and if you just joined us, you're listening to Haven Today. This is Paul McCusker. He is the one who took C.S. Lewis's The Screwtape Letters and crafted it into a magnificent audio drama that we have for you. Let, let, let me just mention, you've already said there are these letters written by a senior devil, Screwtape, to his apprentice, whose name is Wormwood. And it's like it's like a tempter's guide to deceive and manipulate humanity. And of course, they want to steal a believer from the enemy. Mm-hmm. But the enemy is God. And that must have been a hard story for you to take from the written page, where it's so brilliantly written by C.S. Lewis, but then put it into an audio drama but you managed to do that. How did you manage to well, do that? I, I think part of it, because there were times when I tried to do some judicious editing, and Lewis's thoughts, the way he writes, is so intertwined and intricate that I found it almost impossible to do much editing at all anyway. And what that then meant is, as I'm, I created, rather than letters to this apprentice, actually, it's his nephew, Wormwood is his nephew, in these letters, what I did was I just turned them into mostly dialogue. So you actually have screw tape, Andy Circus playing screw tape, and Bertie Carvel, a brilliant actor, playing Wormwood. So a lot of those, I tried to find a variety of ways to approach the material. Sometimes it was done as a conversation between them. So you had this sort of question and answer mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Then I also tried to give a dramatic backdrop to things that the letters reference. And I would take those references and then dramatize those as little scenes to give them deeper meaning as you're listening and to give a more varied um, uh, listening experience. But I'll tell you who the star is, and that's Andy Serkis. Mm. Because mm. Andy came in and took this material and he performed it. It's not a reading. He applied himself as an actor would to a character. And he would then dive deep into it. and. 
I mean, truly perform this as an actor would to such a degree that there were times when we were in the studio when he would record a whole section and it would be a performance of a lifetime. You're listening to him and, and he's unbelievable. But then we would finish and I'd hit the button as the director and I'd say, Andy, that was amazing, but I didn't understand a word you just said. <laughs> and that was the hard thing. He had to merge the performance with meaning. Yes. Because I said that to him once and he said, yeah, I know. I didn't understand it either. And oh, that's back, great. Go back oh, and do it all over wow. again. He actually told me, and we've got him on camera saying it. He said this was the hardest work he up to that point had ever done. Wow. And I said, Andy, you crawled around on all fours as Gollum for five years. You're telling me this is harder than that. He said, this is a lot harder than that. I'm going home at the end of the day completely exhausted. And part of it was the material. I mean, part of it is it's even when it was comical, when Lewis, Lewis had a very nice comedic touch and satire mm-hmm. in his writing. Mm-hmm. So even when it was that, there's still a weight to it because you do realize what you're dealing with. There's a gravitas. Yes. And in, and in fact, if anybody listening totally doesn't understand what we've been talking about for the last few minutes, I'm going to hit the pause button, not the stop button, the pause button right now. And we're going to play you a little excerpt for Paul McCusker's dramatic version, the radio drama of Screwtape Letters. Well, it seems as if you suppose that argument is the best way to keep him out of the enemy's clutches. Isn't it? (laughs) Oh, I, I suppose it might have worked if he'd lived a few centuries ago. At that time, humans still knew pretty well when a thing was proved and when it was not. And if it was proved, they really believed it. Uh Yes, yes, they still connected thinking with doing and were prepared to alter their way of life as a result of a chain of reasoning. But what with the weekly press and other such weapons, we have largely altered that. Your man has been accustomed ever since he was a boy to a dozen incompatible philosophies dancing about together inside his head. Mm. Yes, he doesn't think of doctrines as primarily true or false, but as academic or practical or outworn or contemporary or conventional or ruthless. Uh Jargon, my boy. Not argument is your best ally in keeping him from the church. I see. Paul McCusker, there I was, reminded one more time what a magnificent job uh, you did uh, in these audio productions, including the screw tape letters. You and I are getting older at this point in our lives, and it seems like some days I wake up and I say to my wife, can it get any worse than it is right now, you know? Because I'm still a news junkie, former secular journalist. Thank goodness the Lord got hold of my life, you know, in my late 20s. And and this Jonah was finally reeled in, you know, and even though I had to be swallowed by a great fish. I think it's important for us to understand that evil still abounds today, don't you think? And the subtleties of it. I mean, too often, and Lewis addresses this in the book, too often we're thinking of of evil as being big and sensational and over the top, you know, uh, like you see in the movies, you know, big, you know, sharp fanged, uh, horned devils. 
Whereas Lewis was brilliant because he he actually presents screw tape as something of a bureaucrat, um, working at far more subtle levels. Kind of I a mean, Fortune quote, 500 company, almost. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And <laughs> and I mean, and it, here, I'll give you a quote just very quickly. All right. He says, "My dear Wormwood, it does not matter how small the sins are are provided." It, it doesn't matter how small the sins are, provided that their cumulative effect is to edge the man away from the light and into the nothing. Murder is no better than cards if cards can do the trick. Indeed, the safest road to hell is the gradual one, the gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without milestones, without signposts. Mm. And I, th- I, I read that and I think this is our culture. It, it's that slow boil. It's that... Just gentle claiming the narrative in the news everywhere else, changing it, much like Satan did in the Garden of Eden. Let's just take the truth and twist it around Mm. and twist it around enough that it still sounds like the truth. And then, as Adolf Hitler once said, if you repeat the lie enough, you can persuade people that it's the truth. So we live in a culture that is so completely confused and uh, completely thrown and then the consequences of this very diabolical realm that we're living in right now has left us uh, bewildered many of us bewildered and many of us wondering what happened and you can actually trace it you can see this mm-hmm. soft stepping mm-hmm. that's been happening in this country over the last 50 or 60 years just incrementally a little at a time and the erosion then of the values, Judeo-Christian ethics, all of the things mm-hmm. that we would have said, look, whether you're a believer or not, these are preserving our culture. And now that you're dismissing them completely, it's not a surprise that a screw tape gets a solid foothold and then seduces us and lures us into deeper, darker territories. Mm. Well put, Paul McCusker. Let me ask you something because our time is up but i've asked you this before when we've interviewed with you um but i'm going to ask you again today there you are in colorado springs all those years with focus on the family um, and to this day what does jesus mean to you well ultimately it's everything i mean if we're talking about the culture i'm talking about Jesus is the one we cling to, uh, following him, obeying him, staying close to him is our only hope, uh, if only for sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, and I remember a dear pastor years ago, just he said, no matter what comes at us, we're not called to necessarily solve the problems of the human race or of our culture or of our politics. What we're called to do is obey him and follow him wherever that may lead us. Mm-hmm wherever that may lead to it, lead us. And to me, that's it. The, my, the relationship with Jesus is like the only relationship there is to count on and the only relationship to cling to as a haven, um, to use the word, but as the place that is our shelter is the only, I mean, screw tape talks about this. If we, the thing they don't want us to see is, is light. Demons don't want us to have clarity. They want to keep us confused. And anytime I need clarity, I look to Jesus. Mm. 
He's the touch point of reality, not a mm-hmm. kind of reality, but reality itself at not only intellectually, but in my heart as the basis of everything I aspire for myself spiritually and for those around me. So that's it. And this may mm. be different than last time you asked me, because I find it shifts and changes. And mm. the deeper meaning of a relationship with Jesus will shift and change. And I don't mean the essence of it. I just mean as circumstances throw us here and there and back and forth, he is the rock. He's the one that we grab onto and can hold onto with the surety of knowing that he is holding onto us. Mm. Paul McCusker, great to have you back on. Thank you for blessing me and and everybody listening today. Thank you so much, Charles, and thank you for all you're doing. This is Haven Today and a program called The Christian's Warfare. I'm Charles Morris, and a special thanks for Paul McCusker joining us on the program today as we talked about C.S. Lewis's Screwtape Letters and underneath me, Shot to the Lord by David Bauer. Halloween decorations are already filling our neighborhood streets, often making light of evil characters, both real and imaginary. In some ways, this is disarming. It makes us trivialize the idea of dark spirits. In other ways, that same darkness is celebrated on Halloween. Well, rather than celebrating or making light of evil spirits this October, I want to invite you to take part in what C.S. Lewis called Learning in Reverse. And to do that, I want to tell you about the Radio Theater first-class dramatization of Screwtape Letters, where hell is imagined as a gruesome bureaucracy and demons labor, and demons labor in a vast enterprise to lure and deceive humans away from the enemy, a.k.a. God. Written in the dark days of World War II, where evil was apparent, Lewis also brilliantly conveys the subtleties of darkness. If you haven't read the book, this dramatization gives it all without it being a dry sense of monologues. You'll hear a cinematic experience where scenes are thoughtfully crafted and edited together with an original score and professional actors. Fans of The Lord of the Rings will also recognize Andy Serkis, the actor who portrayed Gollum in the main role of Screwtape. In the end, I think so many believers can benefit from learning in reverse, as the narrative and points of views of these demonic characters actually reinforce the better and opposite biblical perspective that leads us to Jesus. This Halloween, as the world around us revels in darkness or makes light of it, I want you to experience this groundbreaking production of Screwtape Letters. All you need to do to get a copy 
is just visit us at haventoday.org. You can listen to a sample of the audio drama there, but be sure and visit and then make your gift at haventoday.org. Or call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And finally, if you wanted to, but didn't get a copy of the musical special edition DVD of Jesus from Sight and Sound, we still have that as well for your gift. And it's all about the life of Christ. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? And again, together, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. That's a slogan that's helped many people survive tough situations down through the years. It is really good advice, at least in some sense. After all, who wants to be caught completely unprepared for bad news? But is this slogan helpful when we think about the earth? In other words, should we hope that God won't flood the earth again, but prepare just in case he does? In Genesis 9, the Lord said these words to Noah. I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And because of that, the earth survived. And Jesus, the Savior, came to us. What a promise. Anchor Devotional is available in print monthly. Visit GetAnchor.com.